Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Remember, each week this program is all about you and whatever it is that you have experienced that's out of the ordinary or mysterious. And I welcome you to send your emails and explain as much as you'd like about whatever it is that you've experienced. Send it on in if you just want to comment, if you just want to share, or if you'd like some insight. I'm here to try to bring some of these darker, lesser spoken of topics into the light. And always, if you'd like to be a guest on this show to do just that and sharing your own research or your experiences, let me know. Go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com, and you'll find where to contact me. And I also want to encourage you guys to check out my paranormal comic strip. Sometimes when you're involved in these heavy things, you have got to vent. And one of the ways that I do is by using my artistic and comical ability into a comic strip format. I've been a comic strip artist for years, and I started doing this paranormal comic strip I call The Outlanders, and it's been a blast to do, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Just go to theoutlanderscomic.com. And let me know what you think of it. In the last couple of segments for the show today, I actually do have one of the listeners from Scotland joining us who will share about their personal encounters and some of the things that they've uncovered and some of their adventures into the paranormal, trying to find answers and better understanding. So stick around for that. Today, I wanted to cover something that I know a lot of us have been curious about when it comes to seeing something kind of ghostly that's just not fitting in with the typical that is uh, part of this world, okay? I always say, yes, the paranormal is rather normal, but keeping it real, a lot of people like to think their eyes are playing tricks on them and they like trying to change their mindset about whatever it is that they're experiencing. In other words, they try to (laughs) pretend it was something else. Now, when I've seen things out of the ordinary, don't these things kind of not act like a door is there or act like the floor isn't there? They can walk up invisible stairs. They go down invisible sidewalks. And you're like, what is going on here? In fact, I want to share about some of the experiences that I've had. One of them really threw me because I think, I think about it, I think this was one of my first experiences that let me know there may be two different realities going on in this world. Now, 
Paranormal, okay, that to me fits into another category because it can seem demonic, it could seem angelic, it can seem like manipulated spirits of a sort. So uh, it's hard to always slap a definition on what it is that I personally experienced. So I'm just going to lay this out there for you and I'll let you understand what I'm talking about a little bit better. So I was in college. I was studying with a classmate on my couch in my apartment. As I've said in the past, I've grown up in a haunted house. I've been in places where there's issues that go on. So I'm used to that type of thing. But this place, I didn't know it to have anything going on. So I didn't feel like I was living in a haunted location. So I'm sitting there on my couch talking to my college friend and we're literally, I've got a book open on my lap. It's a big book. And my friend's leaning over looking like, oh, you mean this? I'm like, yeah. And we're just chatting and talking things over when something caught my eye. Okay. So where I'm sitting in the living room, I'm looking straight through the dining area into my kitchen area. Like it's just really a long space. And when this caught my eye, I I did a double take, you know, I've got my finger on the book, my friend's leaning over, we're talking, and then something, and and I'm I'm looking down, up, down, up, and I'm like, I I, I don't even know what to tell you. I threw my book into the air, screaming and diving out of the way. (laughs) Okay, this is what I saw. I saw this man in a business suit where he had a tie that was like over his shoulder because he was in such a rush and had a a briefcase, like literally, like something you would see in downtown Chicago or something. But I wasn't living in a busy city like that at the time. This man appeared in my kitchen, like pretty solid, okay? And he just comes rushing through the, the kitchen, the dining room, straight to the couch and it happened so quick I could barely get out of the way I'm getting chills right now I could barely jump out of the way and he kind of went through me and my friend and I, I kind of threw the book into her face and and I just just jumped I dove to the floor that's how abrupt this man was <laughs> just, my friend was grabbing her chest I'm like oh my gosh did did you see that? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the man, that guy just popped up out of nowhere. And he totally went through the wall in front of the place. And I just, I couldn't understand. It's as if this man was totally in a rush to get to work. He was just in the wrong place. He didn't feel like a ghost. He didn't feel like any of those things. He looked like he was in a rush to get to work. He was perfectly alive and had a perfectly good reason to be in a rush to run through me. <laughs> I just was like, I didn't know how to place what it is I just saw. And I'm like, okay, okay, I've dealt with ghosts. I didn't feel like a ghost. I didn't feel spooky. Spirit? Well, it's nobody I recognized. I mean, nobody in the family, nobody I was missing. I honestly felt uh, I was looking at another dimension even. Now, why are his feet exactly on the ground? I don't think they quite were. He was a little bit elevated. 
Not by a ton either, but he was still at a pretty good level to run right through me. So I just didn't know how to place that in my mind, what was going on, what was I witnessing. Some people would categorize that type of incident to be a residual haunting, like a residual meaning uh, they're stuck in a loop. This is like not quite a ghost, not quite a spirit, but like this impression left in time of another time. And you kind of go into this time zone of, oh, they're riding their horses through here and they'll come around, I don't know, every few months, every few weeks or every few hours, whatever it is. This didn't feel like that either. This didn't look like a guy in a routine. This looked like a guy today dressed like we would today. And I have thought about it for years, like, what exactly was that? (laughs) It's not something that I've personally seen a whole lot of or even heard a whole lot of. But in the past, things have come up to the surface where people would relate uh, to me something that kind of resembled what it is that I experienced. Some people have told me it looked like kind of these invisible like people just crossing them on the road, going about their day, and again, looking dressed like you or I would today, but in a totally different, like, time going on, like, unaware of us. It's like, are we the ghosts to them type of thing? Isn't that wild? Can you imagine driving down the street and seeing that? One time I was in the car with a friend of mine who was looking around like, who are these people? like, I'm looking, I don't see any people. And she's like, they kind of look like us, but I see like this outline of of purple. Like, (laughs) I was like, oh, are you telling me the purple people eaters are (laughs) among us? I mean, what is it? I know when I was a kid, I would say, oh, those little people. And in my mind's eye, I was really certain there were very tiny people that lived in my house. And I used to go to my poor baby sister and say, you're not real. The little people made you, didn't they? And she'd cry like, what are you talking about? Oh, mom, you know, she's talking about these little people again. And I'm not talking about aliens. I'm talking about really tiny people, like a couple of inches. And I would go to the floorboards and just like wait for them. Like, I I know they're coming. Can I say outright that I have a memory of seeing such a thing? I really can't. But you know what I wonder, too? You know, when you have these really lucid dreams, right? And when you wake up from them, it's like you have the answers to everything. But then it starts to fade rather quickly. And I've heard this happens because it's another dimension. So yeah, the details start to fade, which is really frustrating. What I'm getting at is... I think I've come across something else. Now, I don't know if you heard my show called The Big Reveal on a topic that Rudolf Steiner discusses. I'm going to talk about a little bit more and what it is that I feel might be going on and might fall into a definition that he's also put out there that it's just kind of blown my mind. I can't say I'm an expert on the topic. I can't say that I'm 100% accurate, but I'll just throw in my two cents worth and 
see what you guys think. And uh, if you're somebody who studies Rudolf Steiner and anthroposophy, maybe it makes more sense. I don't know. All right, we're going to get to our first break. You guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we will be right back. Hang in there. Heidi's coming right back on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel is waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information. My name is Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com. Over five years ago, George Norrie approached me with a unique concept, a dating site for people searching for someone with interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal. From that, ParanormalDate.com was born. It's a unique site for unique people, and it's free to join to look around. If you want to upgrade and enjoy more of our great features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. So check it out. You got nothing to lose. ParanormalDate.com. Now back to Heidi and Dark Becomes Light on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Just before the break, I was bringing up a topic that Rudolf Steiner has examined and discussed, and someone by the name of Madame Blavatsky has also discussed in some of her writings and her lectures. Ah, wow. These things are so fascinating to me. I have felt so alone in the world (laughs) coming across some of the things that I have. And um, 
it's been it's been really eye-opening and reassuring to know that others have this momentum of understanding on the bigger picture of some of the things that seem to be going on right now. So if you haven't already, I'm going to encourage you right now to check out episode number 11, where I'm talking about another topic of Rudolf Steiner, <laughs> where I discuss who Hatman appears to be. I mean, it just just so much. I, I'll tell you right now, I, I connect Hatman to something that Rudolf Steiner called to Aramon, which is just a long story. So please check out episode number 11. So I don't have to cram it all in here for you guys. And it won't make a whole lot of sense. But anyways, I want to get to another strange experience that I personally had. And again, I don't consider myself to be psychic or anything like that. Um, I just figured I had a lot of bad luck, though I have come to an understanding about why it is I may be the way that I am. And that will be another episode. I promise I will cover it. Why these things have happened around me. Um, so anyways, this happened to me uh, it was over 10 years ago. And I lived in this place I lived alone. And um, there's a build up to this story, but I don't really want to go into that so much. Only to say, I found myself standing in my hallway and I was expecting this person to show up, okay? So I'm standing there, and sure enough, this woman shows up walking through my front door, okay? But my door was closed. She was just as solid as you and I, and she came walking towards me. I looked at her, I nodded, and then I watched her walk through into my bathroom and I'm like, where is she going? And I watched this woman go through my tub and go into this, this like step down like lounge. It was beautiful. It's like purple and funky psychedelic with funky music going on. And she just, she looked rather glamorous, very colorful and walked down into this open place. It was like a restaurant, bar, psychedelic lounge, just just gorgeous. And I'm looking with my mouth open, like, what am I looking at? And I totally watched the wall close up. And I'm standing there going, what just happened? What just happened? What was that? I was blown away. Again, I am at a loss for words for a lot of the things that go on in this world, as I think a lot of us are when we experience things. Ah. Uh, but over the years, I have been paying attention to patterns, one of my things. And I have experienced a handful of things that let me know that there's some other kind of dimensional stuff going on around us that we every so often step into. And we don't always know the right words to say what this is. And over the years, having met people who are more in touch and able to see and experience this otherworldly stuff who may call themselves psychics or mediums. And it's not like I go looking to be read or whatever, but when you're in my line of work, you tend to bump into folks like this and they become your friends. And I've got great friends who do this type of work. And um, I would always ask them, 
So where are you seeing my loved one at? And and why are all my loved ones still in the same place? Like, they're still on the other side. They didn't reincarnate. Like, they're just hanging out. And uh, a couple of them have said, well, yeah, they're hanging out. And, and they're kind of in this place that looks something like Las Vegas. <laughs> Myself, I've even seen what looks like to be Chicago, maybe? Like big tall buildings where souls hang out at? And and I I couldn't understand this extremely materialistic like existence on the other side. Like why is that happening? What are what are they doing in this super materialistic vibrational place? It's not like what I've heard when it comes to a heaven-like place. Sure, we've got our ideas of fluffy clouds and crystal buildings. That's something I've seen. So what is exactly going on here? Now, some of the things that I've learned through a lot of different things that have happened to me um, is that there's a problem with this process of when people cross over, that there is the stagnation of their development, that these beings I talk about all the time, shadow people, hat man, that they are limiting mankind's abilities. They are slowing down the role, slowing the role. Is that the way? Yeah, a <laughs> good way to put it. Um, that there's this, this big problem. And um, how best to defeat this problem is to meet it head on and to show it the door in this lifetime before you cross over into the next lifetime because they tend to follow, unfortunately. So one of my big things is to encourage that cutting off before you get to that stage, of course. And that goes for these alien beings, these shadow beings and hat man. They're all kind of connected and it's seems like not but you know if you could close your eyes and they feel the same what's standing in front of you I'd say there's there's a relation for a reason it's like we can discern good and bad right that's where I'm going (laughs) all right so anyways I want to get back to this idea of this other dimension where past loved ones may be and why when I have seen these people that are in this other dimension don't always seem to be having their feet on solid ground. <laughs> and and my friends that are psychic seeing and feeling the same thing. I'll never forget so many years ago, the very famous psychic, some of you may have heard, Sylvia Brown. I've heard her say that heaven is just three feet off the ground here on earth. Then there's my dad who likes to say, well, hell is here on earth. And he was serious. I really believe he was serious. So what are we talking about here? I've got some information for you guys. Okay, so this comes to us from someone called Madame Blavatsky, who founded Theosophy and helped to start this whole momentum that got Rudolf Steiner to begin something called anthroposophy. I know these are words that I'm just learning myself and I'm I'm just really loving this information. So, all right, there is something that is called the eighth sphere. And this is a brief description of what Madame Blavatsky says about it. 
The eighth sphere, numbering inversely, is merely a planet like our own, attached to the latter and following it in its numbra. I don't know if I said that right. A kind of dust hole, a place where all its garbage and filth is consumed to borrow an expression of the above-mentioned authors of the book Unseen Universe and on which all the dross and scorcification of the cosmic matter pertaining to our planet is in a continual state of remodeling. This is from her book called Isis Unveiled. After reading that and then looking into further bits of information on this place they call the Ace Sphere, it's a place said to be run by Araman and Lucifer. And it's this combination of all of our desires, materialistic and all these different things kind of compounded into this fake dimension of evolution for mankind. It's not the real heaven. It's not the real place. Like, biblically, how do they describe heaven? Does it say, hey, you'll get everything you want and it'll be awesome in that regard? I, I'm, I'm really asking. I'm trying to better understand what's happening here. But I think this place, this, this eighth sphere place, is definitely part of the reason why we're seeing the ghosts as we do and these spirits and these interdimensional people just off the surface of the planet. I know I've seen it. I know others have seen it. And it's like, there's something else going on here. And I think this eighth sphere might be the reasoning behind it. Not to mention how many times I've spoken about Hatman holding souls in certain locations, trapping these souls very much like the eighth sphere is said to be doing. There's so many similarities. Can I say with 100% certainty? No, I can't. (laughs) I'm just like you. I'm trying to pull the pieces together. But one of the things that has me concerned is I know what Hatman's ulterior motives are. I shouldn't say ulterior. These are his straight up motives. He's trying to stop those who are gifted moving on and showing others and evolving and growing spiritually, physically, all of the above. It's absolutely horrific. And then I learn of this Ace Fear place and Araman being Hatman and Hatman being Araman. And here's this place that Araman and Lucifer is rumored to have created per the thought of Madame Blavatsky and Rudolf Steiner, among others. All right, I'm putting that piece of the puzzle in there. I'm inserting it, and I'm going to let you guys think it over as I have. And remember, Rudolf Steiner said 100 years from his time, these things would be addressed. And lo and behold, it's right now. Yes, I know this sounds really far out there, but we are speaking of the paranormal and we are speaking of someone who had some far out theories even for his time. I like to pull everything in and take a good look at it. But you guys, you're in for a treat. Up next is a guest and experiencer just like yourselves. And you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we will be right back. Stay right there. There's more Heidi coming right up. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman, doctor to top athletes and celebrities, plus creator of stem cell-based Luminesce, is proud to announce a much lower price on his products. Dr. Newman, tell me about the long-term benefit of Luminesce versus other store-bought products. The technology that we have comes from the factors and the polypeptides that the stem cells are producing. This is the language that the skin uses to talk to each other. And by using these products, you're maintaining the health and balance of the skin versus other products that we used to have before this technology came about was only putting something to cover the skin. It was never really to help to maintain the balance of the skin. So when we're using the Luminous Care line, we're going to continue to have a very healthy and beautiful looking skin that will be maintained and will continue to get better and better over time versus when you're using a moisturizer or when using most of the other products that we had before this technology, you would only get sort of the moisturizer right there and then that was it. There was no long-term benefit. Thank you, Dr. Newman. For several years, we have offered Luminous products and decided a price reduction was in order so more can enjoy the amazing benefits of Dr. Newman's stem cell-based Luminous. Shop now at HealthyLooking.com or call toll-free 800-604-3129. If you would like to try Luminous, how about our starter kit, postage paid for $19.99? See the full line of products from Luminous. Plus our starter kit offer at HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com or call 800-604-3129. Luminous from HealthyLooking.com. Hey, it's time to head over to coasttocoastam.com and check out the Art Bell Vault, a collection of timeless audio. Listen to some of the great interviews with the likes of the late Father Malachi Martin, Dr. Evelyn Paglini, investigative journalist Jim Mars, and more. This is classic audio that you can enjoy at any time, and it's all heard without interruption. New shows are added each week, so find out how to access the Art Bell Vault now by going to coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Thank you. 
Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And as promised, I have a fabulous guest joining me who is just like you. He is an experiencer who has been in touch with me over the years and has been really fascinating to watch and hear about his personal journey to understanding his paranormal encounters and taking those next steps to better understanding, bringing these darker, less spoken of topics into the light where they can be examined and understood. So Chris Riley, how are you doing today? Hi there, I'm doing well tonight. Um, And can I just say that it is an honor to be here with you tonight. Oh gosh, I, I am the one that is humbled to have known you over these years and You've really, uh, you've really been through a lot of different things. And, and first, let's let's explain to folks where exactly we're connecting from. Where are you at? Well, I'm in a little town called Coatbridge, just outside of Glasgow in Scotland. Awesome, very cool. And today is St. Patty's Day, and you're you're basking in green light. You were saying before we started recording here. Yeah, uh, I've got sort of smart lighting, so I've got green light, you know, looming down on me um, in honor of both, you know, the show uh, and the spooky nature of it and St. Patrick's Day. Love it. That is perfect. And you told me you're a fan of Coast to Coast AM. It's really kind of hard not to be. I mean, it is the ultimate paranormal program out there. And I'm proud to be on the Paranormal Podcast Network Associated. I used to listen to the old coast-to-coast radios with yourself and Thunderstrikes and, you know, all of all of those um, all of those amazing stories. Yeah. Oh, gosh. George Norrie uh, is awesome. And Tom Danheiser, they've been really generous in helping me with uh, getting this show on the air here. And to have people like yourself take the step forward to share about what it is that you've experienced, I, I really commend you for being brave enough to do that. So let's oh, talk... You. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about what it is that you've experienced over the years. Like, what was the first reason that you reached out to me that about what you were having yeah. going on? Well, when I was very young, I was staying at my aunt's house, and myself and two cousins were sort of lying in bed together, and they were asleep. And I was just lying there awake, um, and... I think I must have been about eight or nine and I was just lying there in bed and the door was open, sort of casting light onto the wall, but the rest of the room was in darkness. And, you know, there was a shadow that just sort of seemed to appear on the wall and it looked to be of a little girl and it was a very distinct shape of a little girl and it just seemed to move around in a sort of very strange ethereal way. Um, I couldn't tell you if it lasted for a minute or hours, but it was, it was a very strange and frightening and hypnotic experience. Um, she sort of, or it, I'm not sure what the correct wording would be, sort of moved in a strange way. And the sh- it wasn't a shadow like the other shadows in the room because, you know, light, it disperses through shadow and there are shadows of different um, dar- darknesses. But... This darkness, it was just, it was pitch black, despite being in the shadow of, despite being in the light of the door. Um, it was a very strange experience. There wasn't really anyone else in the house apart from um, my two cousins, Emma and David, who were in the bed at the time. 
and my mum and my aunt, who certainly their silhouettes certainly couldn't pass for those of little girls, you know. Um, it was a very strange experience. Wow. So that was your first uh, experience that made you wonder, is this a shadow people experience? What What yeah. did you feel from this, what you're looking at? Well, when I was young, I didn't really know what it was. I, I, I sort of thought it might be a ghost of some sort. I was strange. It was um, I was frightened, but it was sort of hypnotic at the same time. And over the years, I was just slightly obsessed with this thing that I had seen. Um, and over the years, I experienced various things like sleep paralysis and all sorts of things. And yeah, eventually, when I, I think I was a teenager... I stumbled upon your um, your your website and all of that stuff, and I kind of thought, oh, so it's it's not just something that's kind of exclusive to me that I've seen, um, and I, I found that very helpful. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what your sleep paralysis events have been like. Well, I, I know a lot of people hallucinate when they have sleep paralysis, but that hasn't been my experience really. It's more just. Um, it is more just of waking up or as I'm falling asleep, um, just experiencing the sensation of not being able to breathe well and not being able to move as though there's a sort of pressure on me. And I often find that it's an experience of sort of fear. And other times it's almost as though there is a wind sort of pushing me down. Um, but I find that if you move a small part of your body first, it becomes easier to sort of break out of it, for example, your toe or something. I see. You now, you said that you don't experience, quote, hallucinations. A lot of these people who experience these things would say it's not quite a hallucination either, but they're actually seeing something negative in the room. Have you seen anything like that? No, no, I, I'm sorry. I misspoke when I said hallucination. Um, I, I haven't seen any kind of um, apparitions or negative beings in my room when I've had sleep paralysis. No. Gotcha. Did you have the um, sense of something else being there? Yeah, sometimes I woke up and I would often feel as if, uh, as if I was being watched. Um, and often the sleep paralysis um, occurred after a particularly vivid nightmare. Um, I have kind I have kind of night terrors from time to time, often in the form of terrifying faces popping up, and yeah, sleep paralysis often seems to coincide with those kind of very intense nightmares. That's interesting. Believe it or not, and I don't think that uh, I, I don't recall having an email or a chat between yourself and myself about these faces that have popped up because. Believe it or not, that's a that's a pattern um, that oh. people that yeah that that will. I I met people who as soon as they close their eyes, they see these horrid faces like and their teeth yeah. and 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 like biting at them almost like the something out of the Living Dead or or something, and like flashbulb memories that kind of thing. Yes, exactly. And well, I'm just getting chills right now when I'm talking to you about it because, I mean, I've known people highly disturbed and, and that resort yeah. to, unfortunately, drinking themselves to sleep or doing drugs to go to sleep so they, they wouldn't have this horrible thing going on. So uh, yeah. it, it's definitely something that um, a lot of people 
report and then to have the sleep paralysis situation right after that that's really telling to me that it indeed are the shadow people or hat man phenomenon how do you feel about that well i i must say it's quite a scary thought um yeah, I mean, often the the faces I don't know they're they're faces that I've encountered you know throughout my life or you know if, if I've seen a scary face somewhere it's kind of just it, it's almost like a rogues gallery of frightening faces that pop up in my dreams and often when I'm when I wake up I will um, I will have um, sleep paralysis um, as well as that I have other sort of sleep issues where. When I'm falling asleep, I will be in a state where I'm neither awake or asleep, and I'm I'm conscious of what's going on to an extent, and I will talk, um, but I'm sort of awake and asleep at the same time. I'm not quite sure what that would be, but yeah. Uh, some people uh, they they determine that to be like you're you're in the in between or hypnagog like yeah. state, and uh, I, I personally I'm I'm one of those people who has very lucid dreams and. I love when I get in between the state like that because then I could travel. Like that's the time that you could project yourself and check other things out. So, but yeah. imagine being met with negative things all the time in that space. I, I can't imagine having that being part of the scene. I mean, it's not always negative. Sometimes it's more just, um, sometimes if I'm if I'm staying over with someone I'll, they'll sit and have conversations with me and I'll just say all sorts and I will have no memory of it the next day it's um it's, it's a bit weird yeah I hear you so having these uh, experiences intrigued you to look further into the topics how did you go about doing that well I essentially compiled this massive um ream of paper of things I had downloaded on the internet about shadow people and things like that. I always found the concept of ghosts quite interesting and I have always been convinced that my back bedroom is haunted. Oh God, um, what, what do you mean? What's happening? <laughs> well, the thing is, in my back bedroom, ever since I was very young, I have always had this experience of going in there and it is always cold and it is, it's just always cold even when the radiator is on. And in the corner, when you walk in and sort of turn to your right, in the corner, there's just this, um, this, this feeling of something, almost as if something is glaring at you. Um, and there's this thing, I've had people in my house and they've gone into it and the door will just sort of slowly close after they open the door. It is a very strange thing and... Um, I hear kind of like footsteps in my hall at night. I have uh, laminate flooring and I have here just, just bizarre footsteps in my hall like in the middle of the night uh, as well as that. Often I have a thermostat and the thermostat will just kind of go on it, on it random sometimes and it's not on any kind of timer. It's very bizarre. Wow, it sounds like you are onto something and that it is a little bit haunted. <laughs> I'm curious if you did anything to kind of clear that out or not, but let's pick that up after the break so we can explore a little bit more about what exactly is going on. All right, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, and we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. 
There's more Heidi Hollis coming right up. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network with the best shows that explore the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. You can enjoy all shows on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Joining me today is Chris Riley, who is from Scotland, and I must applaud him for coming on this program. And you, the listener, are also welcome to join me here on this show to share about your experiences and your personal research or your personal perspective on what it is that we discuss here on this show. Chris has a back bedroom that apparently seems to be haunted. And Chris, I'm curious if there's anything that you've done to remedy the situation. Yeah, well, um, I kind of, I was very young at the time, but I sort of put holy water around the place and um, 
probably quite unwisely tried to um, uh, call out whatever was in there, telling it to go away. But um, so, did it? Was it successful? Uh, not particularly, no. Um, I mean, I, I, it's still like that, you know. I try not to go in there too often when I can, but I think I might move into that bedroom at some point. <laughs> Avoidance helps. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm curious now. So you experience these things. You had an understanding that others had experienced uh, shadow people and sleep paralysis, and and it piqued your interest uh, to start researching the paranormal. What did you do? What did you uh, look into? Well, um, I was very interested in things like um, ghost hunting, and I would oft I would often you know pre-COVID times, go ghost hunting uh, with friends or I would go on ghost tours. In fact, I can quite honestly say that I think I've been on every ghost hunt that Edinburgh has to offer. I have been in every nook and cranny of Edinburgh's underbelly. (laughs) What's been some of the cooler things that you've uncovered in some of your adventures? Well, um, part of Edinburgh is built on vaults which are underground sort of dungeons. And in these vaults, all sorts of things have gone on. There's been there's been criminals which have hid there. There's been horrendous fires which have murdered people, which have killed lots of people. There's been plagues. There's been, you know, uh, Birkin here, you know, the body snatchers actually had bodies in there at one point. And it is just teeming with paranormal uh, beings. Uh, and there's even a practicing witch coven, I believe, that works out of Nedry Street vaults. And I was there and I've seen orbs. I've caught orbs on camera. Uh, and there's a room which is full of children's dolls. And it is a room that is haunted by the ghosts of children who have died. Oh. And people, when they go there, they leave dolls for the children. And the dolls move around and things get thrown. And the dolls have been smashed, even though only tour groups go in there and wow i've caught orbs in there and in one of the corridors in the Ned, i believe it's the nedry street vaults there is supposedly a woman called Anne. i believe that's her name and she is supposedly has a pale face and wears a white dress on one occasion i went to the vaults with a friend i was taking pictures and i often take pictures with him without a flash just to give it diversity so that you know it has more chance of things showing up and I took a picture and in one of the pictures there is what I can only describe as a woman with a frightening face dark hair and a long white dress uh, in one of the corners where she's said to be and what is even creepier is I actually went into that corner not long before I took the picture it is a really frightening place full of supernatural stuff. Wow, that sounds like it. Now, and some of these uh, tours that you've done, I mean, there's such dark, rich history going on. Have you brought anything home with you is what I worry about. Well, my first ghost tour I'd done when I was about um, 11 or 12, and I had done that with some friends and with a, a sort of tour yeah. I had done that with some friends and a youth club of sorts. And I I found it very scary because there is a stone circle, which if you step into it, there is supposedly some sort of malevolent entity. 
which was conjured by some witches. And if you step into it, you're likely to be attacked. And that is often the experience. And I felt after leaving, I felt very, uh, you know, creeped out and as if I was being watched. Oh, gosh. Did activity at home increase at all? Not particularly, no, but it was it was a very creepy experience nonetheless. I would say so. I, I'm curious, too. Like, I know a little bit in what you discussed uh, that your your faith has changed over the years having to do with um, the paranormal. Uh, how has that impressed upon your experiences and your research, personal research? Well, uh, I, when I was very young, I was raised Roman Catholic. However, I had sort of night terrors when I was young about things like Jesus on the cross and things like that. Uh, and over time, I found religious imagery more and more upsetting. And I found that I, I didn't really find that Catholicism was the right way for me. And when I was a teenager, I got very deep into things like Wicca and witchcraft and you know, at a certain point, I became interested in what you might call spirituality or new age beliefs. And I find that that is, is um, a very holistic worldview. Although I, I am trying to maybe become more skeptical in recent times, I, there are a great many things which I find can't easily be explained by science. You know, I, I see this big trend of people going in the same direction as yourself. Like they were raised in, in one or another uh, religious institution and they have these paranormal experiences that also build character. And they, even for myself, I, I was experiencing things out of the ordinary more often than I experienced anything angelic or God related. So I looked away from the church. I, yeah. I really did. And and then uh, I came back full circle because I, I realized here I am uh, dealing with these super dark things. I better pray there's an opposing force. But I always say I feel like cheated in my faith because Jesus jumped into my life and uh, physically where I was, I, I had these encounters. So I, I had to... Um, I had to come back full circle, and, and luckily so, because taking on some of these demonic things, I don't know how else I'd, I'd be able to do it, and it wouldn't be by myself. I would need the backing of uh, God, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. you know. So um, you're, you're becoming more skeptical. It's surprising to me that you would yeah. go in that direction. Well, I mean, as I say, there are, there are a great many things that are not easily explained by science. Um, so I am trying to, as my brother-in-law would say, not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because, I mean, I, I still have bizarre experiences and I, I don't know how to explain a lot of the ghostly things I've experienced in places like the Edinburgh Vaults and Greyfriars Kirkyard. But, um, you know, I mean, I even a couple of weeks ago, I had a friend, Marie Claire. She was caring for, for an elderly woman and she was sitting in the room with her and there was a shadow person in the corner which she experienced and she was incredibly freaked out by it. And apparently this shadow person um, is a regular thing with this old woman and she talks to it. And I found that really upsetting and, um, yeah, you know. I can and imagine. She, yeah, she was very freaked out by it. And I had got your book about the hat man and whatnot. Um, and hopefully that, that helps her to some extent. 
Oh, that's kind of you to, to give that to her. Well, you know, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to make it feel like I'm judging it because everybody has their own experience. It's very subjective in the process that we go through and trying to better understand this world that we live in. And I think it's important that it, we observe and we pull parts into our belief system in order to figure things out for ourselves, what, what vibes best and right. And yeah. I worry when people are uh, ghost hunting and, and are met with negative things that they have the positive power behind them to rebuke it essentially, because so many people get into trouble and, and it, it breaks my heart. Yeah. It breaks my heart. And, and and so I worry when I hear that. So I'm, I'm just giving you worry, but I'm glad yeah. that you're taking the parts. And like you said, you're not throwing it all out there, but you're trying to yeah. uh, piece it together, which is commendable. And, and I think a lot of people could learn a lot from you in that regard, because um, so many people just run in the opposite direction of their, what they were yeah. brought up with. And I don't understand fully, but then I do, but then I don't. So it's healthy that we have these conversations, right, Chris? I agree. And, you know, while I am trying to be more skeptical, I mean, I, I, I'm I in no position to tell anybody what does or doesn't exist. It's just based on my own experiences. And I'm of the opinion that where there is darkness, there is light. And where there is light, there is darkness. So if, if there are these negative beings out there, I mean, no doubt there is something positive to counterbalance it. It's so very true. You know, I, I really am, uh, I'm very hopeful that we all come to better conclusions and remedies so we can help each other out like you are with your friend who experienced this shadow thing around this elderly woman. Uh, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we can complement each other that way. So what are your next steps? We have like a minute left. I, I, I want to learn where you're going with all of this. Well, I suppose just to continue to try and expand my knowledge on these things and Hopefully when things open up a little bit more, continue to ghost hunt and continue to research these things. I hear you. Well, Chris, I have to say thank you, Chris Riley, for joining me here. Oh, well, I appreciate you inviting me on. It is really an honor to be here. And um, yeah, you're sort of a, a hero of mine. And I love this channel. So it's really a great opportunity. That is super kind of you, Chris. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming on this program. I want to welcome all the listeners to please go to HeidiHollis.com and send me over whatever it is that you've experienced out of the ordinary that you'd like me to either read here on the show or you could be a guest just like Chris and share about your experiences, your research, or your perspective on anything out of the ordinary. The goal is to bring these darker and less spoken of topics into the light and to show how we can overcome. Thank you for listening and make sure to catch me next time here on Dark Becomes Light on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Keep in the light. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.